Good evening, everybody. Before we start the podcast, I'd just like to uh, do a little advertisement for the app that we use to do the podcast. Dolph is going to give me a minute on the clock, and then when I've hit that minute, I've got to shut the fuck up. So basically, Anchor is a podcasting app that is free to use. That you can use through uh, iOS, Android, or uh, the website to send your files or uh, record straight off of and make your own podcast. People have been like, oh, I want to do a podcast, but it's so fucking hard to do. Well, this is where you get it from. Um, it's so easy to use. I've been doing it for the last year and a half personally just to do it. Uh, you can do it exclusively through the app and have people have their uh, Anchor app join your Anchor app as like a conference call and make it work that way. Or um, you can do it uh, like we're doing it, which is uh, a bit more messy and it's Discord and fucking uh, <laughs> recording and compressing and stuff like that. But I just thought, you know, quick minute just to say, hey, if you want to do it, do this. Uh, We highly recommend it. This is how the show is made. And uh, yeah, let's get the fuck on with the show. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to 2020. Welcome to episode 45 of the Spons and Pajamas podcast. It's me, Lars, with Dolph. Hello, everyone. We may have others coming. Uh, We're going to assume it's just us two for now and uh, get the fuck on with it. That's a new year. Anything can happen. Oh, yes. Who knows? Who knows? Um, so, Dolph, you had a good New Year? Christmas? Next question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, apart from work-related shit, but yeah, it's been a pretty good New Year. Oh, it's yeah. been a good Christmas. Well, uh, I, I know that my um, thingy... <laughs> my... Yeah, your thingy. Yes, yeah, I know about your thingy. Oh, you shut up, dude. My Christmas New Year... Uh, <laughs> some of them are in here. In the in the in the things we're going to talk about today, so um, yeah, you'll get a glimpse into the the mentalness that was Christmas New Year. Uh, Christmas still was mental. Oh yes, especially in bar trade and retail. Oh yes. So, uh, shall we get started then? Yeah, we can. Um, Fist the first one is one and high, and high fives. F- yeah. So I had a um at my second job, I had a bit of an unusual shift. Um, I wasn't so much needed on the bar or being an usher is more to do with um, letting coaches in and out of the car park. So we had this barricade in one of the car parks, which I had to use a key for. I had to have a high vis, so you know, like I was like, like a warden kind of thing. So I was standing there letting all the coaches through. Then all the kids came in to go see um, one of the shows we had going at the time. Yeah, I could hear one of the kids in the, walking down in the in the crowd saying, um, "I bet you he doesn't do it. I bet you he doesn't do it." So he comes out, he puts, his, he puts his hand up for a fist bump, and I went, boop, fist bump. <laughs> and his, his, uh, his, his friend next to him, his, uh, I think it's his female friend, he's like, he's like, oh, he's like, you owe me a tenner then. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that kid. <laughs> then the next two or three coaches came along, I was, getting, I was getting the odd fist bump and high five here and there, and I was like, wow. Well, this, is so un- this is so unprofessional, but. Fuck it. No, at the end of the day, it's just showing that you're a normal person and that these people are respecting you enough to give you a high five and acknowledge that you're a real person back. I was also called, I was like, I was saying, thank you, sir. Hello, how are you, sir? I was like, I'm not a sir, but I'm feeling really old right now. I'll tell you one thing, I made some fucking um, tips over the Christmas New Year period. I bet you did. Time for giving. Ooh, yeah, sorry. I, well, I know. Like the the general Ooh. thing is, if people tell you to keep uh, the the uh, like the change, we put it in a pot. But 
I've been handed uh <laughs> uh lol it's not gonna be on. Man United are playing Arsenal. <laughs> okay, well um, just thought we'd do some stealth editing. Yeah. Uh two of my like favourite customers um handed me like twenty quid each over the last like fortnight. One of them was pissed as a fart and I had to like keep hold of that money in case he wanted it back because I was not sure. And like his friend who is also um like the other guy who I really like like serving and having chats and shit with, um he was like, No, 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 he meant it. It's like, yeah, okay, the the circumstances of him giving you that was a bit weird. And then before he left he handed me twenty quid as well and I'm like you guys are fucking insane. <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> so, uh, that was cool. Oh yeah, um, Christmas was crazy. But, um... Yeah, Christmas does tend to be crazy, especially in bar, definitely. Speaking of crazy, uh, this is the next topic, by the way. I had a group of people uh, come in and I ID the three young ones because, you know, if you look under 25 in the UK, we have to ask you for ID. It is get, kind of a requirement. And don't, don't bitch about it. Oh, people do, though. And it's like, if if you clearly look over 18, we're less likely to ID you. But if you don't look old enough, we will ID you. So Especially if you've got a baby face. Oh, I mean, baby faces. They're the fucking worst. So... I ID two of the three people in this group, two girl, a girl and two guys. I get to the th- second guy, and he goes, here you go, I've got a picture of my driving license on my phone. No, nope, that's invalid straight away. And I, I can't take that, I need your actual one. He goes, but it's a picture of my driving license. Says, yeah, I can't take that. It's not. It has to be the proper thing. And he's like, but it's my driver's license. Says, yeah, but you can Photoshop that so easily. But then he's taking the time to take a picture of his driver's license rather than go and get his fucking driver's license. Yeah, I you know. Well, you, might, you, you might as well just take it fucking with him and take a picture. Like, fucking I, hell. The, the best thing about it was I pour, started pouring a Guinness so it was settling and the old guy of the lot goes, oh, we'll leave it and go somewhere else then. I said, okay, but I'll let you know that that dri- picture of the driving license, if anyone else IDs him, they're not going to serve him because that's how it goes. It's not a yeah. valid uh, form of ID. Form of ID. His passport and driving license. He is going to struggle to get served anywhere in town, especially and, with a fucking picture. Yeah, and it's just like how people of like the UK or indeed anywhere. If you show me a picture of your Facebook, which has happened before, for ID or <laughs> your fucking drive, yes, or your fucking driving license, any picture of your ID, if it's not your actual ID in your goddamn fucking hand, I cannot accept it as legal ID because you could be really good at photoshopping. This could be someone else's ID with your fucking head popped on it. We don't know that, but if you have your physical ID in your hand, I can ID you, verify your age, and serve you. I don't want to not serve you, but if you look under 18, I have to ask because it's a huge fucking fine for my boss for me and we don't want that because i end up losing a week's wages for having fucked up my iding so i'd rather idea and people get pissed off at me than uh not getting id not only that your boss gets the massive fine and loses his license oh no but the thing is i'd get the fine off him 
because that's what he yeah. says. Is I'm going to roll that shit downhill. You lose your uh, yeah. wages as well. Yeah, but he'll still lose his license regardless. Yeah, or he would Fair be under extreme scrutiny afterwards because of first offence. Yeah. But uh, yeah, don't fucking do that. Don't be a knobhead. Don't be a knobhead who gings your fucking like picture of a driving license and then get pissed off when people don't take it. I- I've got a picture of a million pounds, so I'm a millionaire. You are going to give me like all these things because I have a picture of it. Fucking idiots. <laughs> Speaking of like win this as well. Um, I'm serving these lasses. I ID them once again. They are looking underage, and the drinks order is coming through. And then the woman goes, "Can I have a pint of calling, please, with no head?" I'm like, "Okay." She goes. Yeah, I um, so I said, do you want it completely flat, or do you want it as flat as I can make it? Because there's going to be some hedge. Because, um, well, just as little as possible, please. I don't like the texture on my uh, the texture of it on my mouth. She had massive fucking fake duck lips as well, by the way. You keep saying head, and my mind's going elsewhere. I'm sorry. She had big fucking DSLs. Oh and, shit! Yeah, and it's just like you don't like the texture. <laughs> On on your on your face. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe maybe you shouldn't, you know, fucking fill your lips out with stupid shit. But so a woman got like uh, who works in a pub down the road got really pissed off when people were taking the piss out of her sausage-like lips because she had them done because people were understandably taking the piss out of these fucking clearly fake lip injections that people put in the face. It doesn't make, in my opinion. Making your lips look bigger and faker do not make you cuter. If anything, it turns many men off because you're now this weird, fake-looking girl. You're looking more like a sex doll than a fucking real person. And unless you are really attracted to sex dolls, there are people out there, there always is, but they're not fucking majority of people. <laughs> you you are going to be understandably piss taken for having weird fucking lips. <clears throat> well, it's human nature. Everyone will take the piss out of something. People take the piss out of my nose. I have a big nose. But fucking when you have like lips that look like they were literally two hot dog sausages taped to your face, don't expect anyone not to be taking the piss out of you. Because it's fucking stupid. Wow, I just realised you've killed all these other things. So, like, the first three are mine. I did try and, um... Yeah. <laughs> I did try and alternate one round four starring um, Lala, but... So, unavailable. Right. So, this is, like, the Christmas of Loz. So, the last one... Uh... <laughs> fucking... So, it's, it's, it's Christmas... Uh, I think it was Christmas Eve, or... When was it? Yeah, I think it was Christmas Eve. No, it wouldn't be Christmas Eve. It'd be New Year's Eve. Fuck, I don't know. The days have rolled into one. Oh, I only, I only just know that I'm on Wednesday, and I'd been like that for a week. I didn't know what the fuck day I was on. It's horrible, especially when you work six days in a row. You don't have a fucking clue what day you're on, especially when there's like Christmas and fucking Christmas Eve and Boxing Day, and it's like when your days become just names, and not fucking yeah. actual days of the week. It gets really hard to figure out where the shit you are. Um, so. My, I'm working and my boss turns around and is like, can I have that back please? And, I'm, and like, there's basically like a, a, a hatch to a small private room called the Snug 
Now it's not private, but it's more of a private area if you want to go in and like have quiet drink rather than be in the, the main area of the pub itself. Um <coughs> Yeah. And we keep our crisps well and nuts like near the, that area, but the nuts are on the on the hatch itself. And the bowls as well that we pour them into. And mm-hmm. some fucking bitch decided that she was gonna take the salt peanuts, the jar of salt peanuts that we dispense off the bar and help herself. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Not once in like the four years we've had those on the back there has anyone been so brazen as to fucking help themselves to the nuts off the bar. Not once. And it's like... With with those kind of things, it's never a case of if it happens, it's just when it happens. It, should, you know, it, it still shouldn't fucking happen, though. That's the thing. It, sh- it shouldn't. It shouldn't. No, but it's always a case of when, never if. Yeah, and it's just like fucking gay. Um, but I was so fucking. I was so fucking angry as well, and the boss was angry. It's like wow. It's like you can't leave anything here, and people like steal from you. And I'm like, well, if she's got any sense, she'll leave a couple of quid on the bar before she goes for stealing. She didn't. She never looked back at the hatch the entirety of the time we were staring through at her. And we kept making little jibes at her because it's like, no, fuck you. It's Christmas. Don't be a cunt. Don't nick from your bar. To be fair, she'll never come in again until next year. We call them once a year wankers for a reason. They are the worst customers you'll get that you'll never see. Except for one time a year when they demand the fucking earth of you and expect to be the first person you serve as soon as they walk through the door. Expect to have exactly the product they demand off you. And, um, yeah, it's like, no, fuck off. It doesn't work like that ever. There are all our regulars who I would rather fucking ignore you for and serve because they'll be in tomorrow. They'll be in, in the middle of January when it's fucking quiet. Those guys will be here every week without fail. You guys will not see again. Not until Christmas again. When you go, oh, let's go and get fucked around Brampton tonight because we're all fucking idiots and we want to do something a bit different because it's fucking Christmas. And it's like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. <clears throat> so this next one. Yeah, this was just um, Sunday just being, so that would be the 27th? 28th? I don't know. Anyway, it was a Sunday. Basically, I got to work a, about the normal time I usually do. I usually get about an hour early. I, I sit in the, I go in the kitchen, put something in the microwave, and have something before I start my shift. Um, not this day, apparently, because I literally just took a, I just literally took charge of the situation straight off, and our um, walk-in freeze was alarming. Yeah. So I, I stuck my head in, and oh look, it's it's just as about the same temperature as the fridge. I'm like. So I started pulling everything out. Manager is hearing all the noise and the commotion. He's like, "What are you doing?" I says, "How do you like your meats in the freezer?" He's like, "Hopefully frozen." Why? I said, "Well, again, they're not frozen. Everything started to defrost." So apparently, according to the manager, the call out for the freezer was put out at the beginning of December, just after. So oh, nearly nice. four weeks ago. We were still waiting for the air manager to approve it. He still hadn't. So we got everything into 
next storage as best as we could with things we could legally actually put back in the freezer, semi-defrosted. Yeah. So fish, no. Prawns, no. A turkey joint we never had left over from Christmas, no, that had to go. Squid rings, they had to go. Uh, <laughs> chicken strips, they had to go because it's poultry. You can't refreeze, um, you know, perishable goods. Yep. Um, burgers we put in the fridge. You can get three days on those before we have to chuck them. Uh, chicken breasts we use for certain dishes. We can put those in the fridge. But again, we only got like three days on those. Yeah. But the manager estimated maybe around half a grand of stock had to be chucked out. About five hundred pound. Well, because he didn't approve any maintenance. Well, he just didn't tick the box to say, yeah, get on with the work. They was already, they, the engineers who was going to come up to fix it was just already with all the parts needed, but we just, they, they needed the approval from the higher-ups to say, yeah, you can do the work. So, so after we go from the episode back in storage, the manager's rung the air managers, she says, so about that, um, you know, <laughs> maintenance I need on my freezer. You need to do that today. He's like, why? I says, she said, my freezer's absolutely fucked. <laughs> He's like, what do you mean? It's like, everything's defrosting. He's like, oh, okay, I'll click it. I'll do it now, I'll do it now, I'll do it now. Like, my fridge and... is now, my freezer's now a second fridge. Pretty much. <laughs> and they literally got an engineer out the same day on a Sunday during um, Christmas week. Yeah, oh, they paid through the nose for that. They should have done that at the beginning of December. They, that, that's, they had to, they, that's going to be, that's going to, would have cost them a shitload to get that out on a, Christmas day, on, a, on a Christmas week, definitely. It went from a couple of hundred pound call out to like nearly a grand's Almost. worth of call out, probably. Yeah, and that's probably not including the parts and labor either. Exactly. It's just like, mm, you dumbass. But yeah, it's not the first time the air manager has done this, unfortunately, leaving repairs, quite crucial repairs, to the last minute. Until someone's actually fucking broke. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I would write on a bit more, but I'm just... <laughs> yeah, I understand He's, he's, an, he's, an, he's an arsehole. I, I understand the, the, the mindset of people like that. It's just, you can't teach them. They think they're saving you money. They think they're saving the company money. They end up spending more in the long run because they fucking put it off and put it off and put it off when they could have just sorted it out. I mean, the problem we had with it, with it, with it was... Um, so I get a bit tongue-tied. We had a call out about two, three weeks ago before that, mm-hmm. before the one we actually had to authorise for this time, um, something to do with the the fan motor making a very high-pitched squeaky sound. Oh, lovely. So we got that fixed with a new motor, and they had to re-put the, the thermometer wire back in the pipe so it actually read the temperature properly. Mm-hmm. But once they'd done that, the front vent grate system of the fan was starting to leak a little bit of fluid, like water or condensation, whatever, inside. Because we've got a metal floor inside, because it's a standard um, walk-in freezer kind of thing. Yeah. You got like a little, almost like an iceberg-esque kind of pile of ice underneath the fan system. <laughs> so that was the what the call that was for. Because if there's anything leaking from a fan in a, especially in a cold environment, you know there's something wrong. Yeah. It got to the point where you start getting little snowy, fluffy ice snow crystals in the fucking front of it. You yeah, could literally make a snowball out of how much you was getting off it pretty much every day. And then he just kind of went, no, one day, and just stopped working. That's but yeah, stupid. We, we had to get had to get the head chef in, the, the junior chef in, and another air, assistant manager in to, you know... Move it and prepare move, stuff that they could. 
We had to um, delay opening the kitchen to about 1pm because we just had not had nothing ready because that was the main priority, one, getting that sorted. Mm. And we only just managed to get every single thing that we could physically, like I said, refreeze. Yeah. Because it, before it was um, considered gone upstairs in the actual uh, chest freezers. It was just... Yeah, I understand. It was fucking. I was fuming. I was like, it's taken them this long to sort it out, and yet it takes it breaking for them to do something about it. Yep. That's cost effective? Question mark. I don't want to spend money to make money. So, um. Alright, let's go on to the one that is. I tentatively put it like this it's very clickbaity. So, the title of this uh, topic that I'm going to talk about now is Amazon deliver two pairs of jeans. The story will leave you dot 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 question mark. So, I ordered two pairs of jeans uh, from the same seller at the same time. So, it was quantity two, not two separate ones. Because um, to, to replace my old jeans, I had a bit more money recently uh, with doing some extra hours and stuff for work for Christmas. So, I ordered an extra pair of jeans. On top of the pair I needed. For some reason, I don't know if it happens to anyone else, but I always like end up wearing the crotch through by the seam. Yep. yep. And it's every fucking pair of jeans I've ever owned. Mm-hmm. Always fails in the same spot, and I'm like, either I've got big balls, or there is something fucking defective about men's jeans. They're not like reinforced enough in the crotch. I've um fully thrown out four or five pair of jeans this year. well, I would say this year alone, but in the new fucking year now. Yeah, last, last year, year alone, I threw about five pairs of jeans out, all for the same fucking reason. Yeah, it's such a fucker, isn't it? Um, so I used to, I used to thought because I used to cycle quite a bit. Where <coughs> you know, when you're cycling the line along yeah. the line, you know, you got the rubbing thing. But I've not cycled at all last year, and I'm still getting through five pairs of fucking. I know it's it's, it's wear and tear. Them balls, dude. Them balls. I got some big cojones, motherfucker. So anyway, I ordered the two pair of jeans. Uh, I missed the delivery. My next door neighbour gets them. I knock on her door. I'm like, hey, you got some deliveries for me? She hands me two big, like, Monopoly size, bigger than Monopoly size, like, to fit a Monopoly game in, boxes. Cardboard boxes. And I'm like, these were only jeans. They sent me two cardboard boxes that could easily fit a a regular-sized game of Monopoly in, with space on either side, full of the the cardboard paper shit for packing, for two pairs of jeans that could easily have been put in one plastic delivery bag. Now, I know they're all about saving the environment and not using plastic as much, but holy shit, what the fuck did they think they were doing giving me two fuck-off huge boxes for two pairs of jeans from the same company, from the same delivery, off the same order, it blows my fucking mind. How could they not just put them in the same box? It still would have been like, what the fuck, but you'd have understood, alright, they're both in the same box. But two separate fucking huge bastard boxes. Um, my friend had something, well, not with jeans, but something very something similar. He was trying to order something for Christmas through Amazon. Because he um, wanted to get his a couple of fans, friend of family, the same kind of thing. He ordered in bulk. Yeah. I think it's like four four things. And I was like, no, you won't get that before Christmas in bulk. No. And he's like, what? 
So he, okay, okay, he basically okay, he reset his he reset his order. Ordered four singular units of all the same things. Next day delivery. Yeah. Did they all come in the same box? <clears throat> they all came in. They came in four separate. All came in four separate boxes. All next day delivery, but you couldn't get four in the same box before Christmas. I did. It's just I'm like. But do you is, understand? Is, my... is, 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 I, under, I understand. Yeah, they're basically wasting. I can. They could put both jeans in the same box in smaller. Really, we just vac vac pack it in a fucking bag. Yeah, this is why I'm like this. This story will leave you dot 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 question mark because it's like. Speechless, basically. <laughs> the fuck. And there's me thinking earlier when I was putting this in. I need to think of some sort of fucking trouser puns or some shit. I wasn't expecting expecting that. Yeah, because I wasn't expecting that when my neighbour opens a door and hands me these two fucking like monoliths to me, and I'm like, I only ordered jeans. <laughs> that's just what I said to her. She handed me. I'm like, well, he ordered the jeans. Thank you. And she closes the door. And he's like, so I'm done with you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Honestly, I I do think my neighbour hates me. She's a nice lass, but I think she fucking hates me at times just because I am a bit of a knob when it comes to being loud, especially when I play Call of Duty and stuff like that. I get fucking angry. But um, is that yeah. the same lady when you had the um, delivery for the controller when you were talking to the bin? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that, that's a. Uh, yeah, yeah. She loves me. She fucking must, because I I don't know how she's put up with me for so long. The rent must be really cheap. <laughs> 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 but, yeah. So Amazon, what the fuck? <laughs> really? I I'm all for you saving the environment by using less plastic, but do you have to send two cardboard boxes that you easily could have fit in one? Oh, and and. I don't know, unless that's a... But it had the Amazon packing tape on it as well. So it's not... Because now I'm thinking, well, maybe it's the, the actual outlet on Amazon that sold them. Maybe they, uh, they're they the ones that um, picked them separately as the two separate orders. Or thinking it was two separate orders. I was going to say, either, either you've got they had two orders the same, the same size... Yeah, that's a. One, 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 one was a, a double singular order, and yours was a bulk order of sorts, and they probably got those crossed up. So that's one guy's probably still. one guy's probably got two pairs of jeans in one box, and you got his two singular pair of jeans in yeah two boxes. So fucking weird though. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't know Just why. Um, speaking of question marks and also craziness, it's. A, a rumor, but apparently there are some truth to it. I can't actually verify this because I have looked, but I, I'm going to have another look now. Um, Jackass 4, coming this year. Um, I wonder if um, John Knoxville will be in it. Uh, I would have thought so. So he was part of the original the Jackass group, wasn't he? Yep. I'm now looking at Deadline.com, so apparently... No, I don't want to skip... Yeah, all right. Fuck off. Skip. Skip. Uh, Jack. Fucking, will you stop moving the the website around? Fuck's sake. Jackass will continue to prevail on the big screen. Paramount has announced a March the fifth, twenty twenty one release date for the fourth movie. So they're filming it. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. I need to edit that then. <laughs> 
Well, no, well as far as I knew, it was 2020. So um, mm. now I've actually done a bit more uh, thingies. Um, uh, last minute research. Oof. Okay, it does not say if it's got any of the original cast in. But it does say uh, for new Johnny Knoxville film. So Johnny Knoxville could be in it. Most likely will be in it. But then uh, whoever the fuck else is in it. Mm, don't know. But holy crap. <laughs> um, I will be interested to see what the hell's going on with that. Um, also, like Speaking everyone's of... about in the 40s, aren't they, now in that? Yeah, they'll probably not be able to do as many it, stupid things as they used to and get away with it. But like I said, interesting to see what's going to happen. Mm. <clears throat> so, um... Speaking of interesting things... Yeah? Um... Sorry, I completely shit over you when you went to transition that. <laughs> Sorry. That's why I was like, I'm going to try and redo it again so you get that back into it. <laughs> Speaking of interesting yeah. things, Dolph. <laughs> yeah. uh, remember one or two podcasts ago I spoke about the YouTube targeted ads? Yep. Being a bit weird, me getting a um, kid's advert for a adult and orientated video game. Mm-hmm. I got a ad recommendation a uh, couple of days ago for kids' nursery rhymes. Alright, I'll tell you now, I also have got that fucking one. Yeah, it's kids' nursery rhymes in Arabic. Yep, and the picture of the, the nursery rhyme thumbnail is a, a guy dressed up like Mario, a woman in a green princess kind of thing, and then the kid looks like he has a glowing dick sticking out of him. It really is fucking weird. Um, it took me a few minutes to look at that, and I thought, actually, no, it's just his foot touching some some sort of shit with a red spot on it. So odd, but yeah, I'm trying to work out why I'm getting right, ad recommendations um, for fucking Arabic. I had to look at it. I went, why am I seeing this ad? Apparently, I have AdSense turned off, so it's not targeting me with adverts appropriate to me. It's just throwing any old shit at me. So apparently, it, it, it thinks that, fuck it, kids' adverts. I also had one about a a kid that sings as well, and I'm like, this is fucking weird. <coughs> and an ad for a kid between eighteen and twenty five, saying so you can earn what a grand by doing websites or some shit. Oh yeah, if you if you're aged between thirteen and fifteen, you can earn up to a thousand pounds a month in your spare time by doing so- no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. So even if you have AdSense turned off, it should look at what you are looking at and give you an appropriate advert for all the stuff you're looking at. So if you have like lots of go- like uh, adult orientated videos, there's no way should there be any kids video uh, advertising to you anyway. Not at all. About ninety five percent of the time, I'm getting things like to me kind of thing. I get a few bit of Savage Valley, I get a bit of um, Warframe here and there. Other yeah. stuff like that, game related shit. But seeing a uh, seeing a nursery rhyme thing in Arabic, was... <laughs> it was fucked. Absolutely <laughs> fucked. I'm like, I, I even watched the trailer for it. And I'm like, what is this? What the fuck is this? It it's just literally them filming their kid run around while they're singing in Arabic or 
whatever the fuck it was. And it's, it just didn't make sense to me. I'm like, I understand that this for younger children will make sense, but to anyone who's old enough to be like, this is a little bit fucked up. This is a little bit fucked up. The, the basic algorithm for YouTube should be looks at your history. Uh, even if you have it disabled, looks at your history or what your recommended is, because I have recommended still, even if I don't have targeted ads, and give you more appropriate ads towards you. Maybe not targeted ads, but bracketed age-related ads. Because there's no fucking way I should be getting children's adverts when the content I watch is aged between, like, 25 to 50. Or 18 oh, plus. Yeah, definitely 18 plus. It shouldn't happen. So, um... Something that I was kind of... I don't know if I poked about this. This is also kind of destroying my, my theory. Um, But I, I know I mentioned it a while back when the Sonic movie got its redesign. Um, yeah. What about the merchandise? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it turns out the merchandise has not been changed. It's still based on the old fucking Abomination Hog. Oh my god. So, uh, apparently leaks of some of the toys and stuff have appeared online and yeah. There's still the old design. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I said to Prez, I said, there is no way in hell I'm buying you any Sonic <laughs> stuff. And he goes, why? He says, they're not based on the new one, they're based on the old one. And he just went, oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That sums up in one word. Oh. When your 12-year-old kid turned around to you and just goes, oh. You, you know that they fucked up. So, do you still think the trailer in question then was a ruse to make a better uh, one? I, I really wanted it to be, but now that the fact that the, the actual toys have come out, kind of backing up that they originally wanted to do this abomination hog version of sonic i still want your theory to be correct though holy fuck i wanted it to be correct i this is one of those things it could be the longest con ever and then like six months down the line it's like oh yeah we made these limited release toys or they're gonna do something down the lines is um uh, we apologize for our customers going to the wrong website here is actually our real website and all the actual merchandise actually is fucking just they've got to disclose or close down the abomination website. It could be that they could be like, "Oh, we we made um, we made toys based on the abomination hog, just in case you liked it." <laughs> and then who got the real one? Like there are people that are like, "We want the film with the fucking abomination hog in." So fair enough. I I I reckon like um. That there will be two sets of merchandise, and that maybe very quickly this uh, old design stuff will disappear, or it'll be like super collectible uh, to the people who actually get hold of it. But either way, I really am fucked off that it wasn't a big conspiracy or targeted ad campaign to the Sonic fans just to elicit more response and more, um, more. Advertising towards people. Yeah, I'm going a bit to disappointed see. as well, actually. Ah, uh, it would have been the such. 
I, I, if I ever do anything that requires me to do advertising, I'm going to make it the worst advertising ever so people really shit on it and just go, all right, we're going to take a month or two off. And then like, if I'm doing a, a film or something, fucking fly to Spain or something and then give them the real version of it and go, fuck it. Here you go. We worked hard on this. I've not been sipping mojitos by the pool for two months. <laughs> just give them that. It's to be so fucking great, but uh, I'm just so unhappy that this could be legit. That they legitimately tried to release this fucking horrible abomination hedgehog, and it's not the greatest fucking trolling in history. I mean, this could still be part of it. This could be like the most elaborate. They even made fake toys to get the hype going even more because it has been what about a month since the trailer came out, the new trailer ish. That four or five weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So you know the hype's died down a bit, and then oh no, look. They had the toys and they're based on the old fucking version. And it's like the hype comes back again. This could be I'm I'm no, I'm I'm fucking going in on it. I'm going in hard on this. This is like stage two of the hype train. Keeping you nicely topped up on controversy and shit to do with the Sonic movie. And then this is like a Sonic Conspiracy uh, podcast now. Welcome. <laughs> and then and then you get to the February and it's just like bam it tells gangbusters the sequel's planned and then they go oh yeah by the way we <laughs> this was all fucking bullshit we these were like early design stuff that we decided to try and put through and then the, when everyone told us how much of a fucking idiot we were we decided to keep it as like a crude marketing guerrilla campaign it worked as fucking treat thanks guys and I'll be like with my like fucking tinfoil helmet in the corner going, I fucking knew it! Because, <laughs> you know, that's that's how uh, <laughs> that's how I see it. Oh, but... Well, you've been, you've been right before. <laughs> I, I know. Num- I, numer- I, numerous times. But this is making me doubt it and I don't want it to be doubt. I don't want to doubt it. I want to be bang on on this. And I, I feel like they are throwing you a curveball before the initial uh, like full on release, like because like it makes sense to have a bit more hype. Well, the release is only about six weeks away, give or take. Yeah, and around about, around about Valentine's Day, isn't it? They it, well, it the, is um, Valentine's Day. They're doing a Deadpool. Yeah. It's a Valentine's Day movie, so yeah, I I imagine that this is um some lovely elaborate ruse that um <laughs> they played into brilliantly, and if I if I've seen it correctly. And it comes out, and it's just like, yeah, it was a big marketing ploy. I, I will first bump and never, ever, ever, ever doubt myself again when it comes to shit like this. But and the moment, spam, and you can spam that video in chat as much as you want. <laughs> I can see the future. <laughs> but um, they've got me doubting. They've got me fucking doubting. Maybe that's their plot. Maybe that's their whole entire um, ruse to oh. make people doubt. I'm shaking my I mean, fist. They, I mean, they did it with um, the Abomination Sonic. <laughs> I know. What's making, what's making them think they're going to do it with the uh, merchandise? I'm, I'm going to look up Sonic the Hedgehog movie toys. See if, uh... So I still think they're probably linking to the wrong um, seller for the Abomination Sonic. <laughs> Uh, do 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 do. Hedgehog toys and games. But yeah, uh, yeah. The the 
Apparently released back in July, so there still could be time for them to fix it. Do we know if the new unit's been sold since then, or...? Uh, I don't think so. I think they were just announced. I don't think they actually got released. Hmm. So... But, yeah, the the, the, the ones that they've got, like, going on a plinth, doing a burnout uh, on a ring, and it's it's definitely the older design. Because uh, it says, like, comically bad Sonic movie figures, and it's a YouTube link. But... Uh... I can't seem to get any credible source on it, but yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, it's early days, right? We might find something by next podcast. Yeah. Uh... But oh god, I mean, there you are. Signed the movie Hedgehog Toys, twenty nineteen. Uh, but yeah, there was a baby Sonic in the new trailer as well, which is odd. Hmm. I don't know if they were trying to get like a baby Yoda kind of vibe going on. But that's the thing as well. They could have done that just for the fucking the Baby Yoda thing. Because everyone loves Baby Yoda, so why not have like a, a Baby Sonic? I, this is... I, I could go on about this all fucking day. I could. We're going to have to do it where we just have like Loz's Tinfoil Conspiracy Sonic the Movie podcast special. Mm. And just have me rail on the Sonic movie for a full hour. Because I could probably do it. I could probably do it. But uh, you know what you can't do if it carries on the way they're going? You can't buy loot boxes here in the UK if it carries on because they are pushing hard to crack nice down segue, on loot box and regulations. Thank you. <laughs> I needed to get out the Sonic, so I just fucking just dash. Dash down the go fucking... I've got to go fast into the next one. I've got to, got to go fast into the loot box. I just got my sword, Master Sword over. Oh, got yep. me a Master Sword for Christmas, by the way. In the same fucking size box as my jeans, by the way. This this is this is like um I've just unsheathed it. It is plastic, but it's what uh, at least like ten inches long. This sword, uh, with a scabbard, and it is the master sword. Um, but yeah, the box that came my my fucking jeans came in came in that, and it's like when the jeans were folded up, they were about what six inches. It wasn't even that. No, we're we're gonna get off that anyway. So loot boxes, <laughs> yeah. loot boxes, loot boxes, loot boxes. Uh, the gambling for kids, basically. Um, now, the UK have been hard on getting it fucking sorted out because they did a survey with kids and they've deemed that they... Uh, yes, very are, psychologically manipulative. Yeah, they are very psychologically... Uh, yeah, manipulative. That, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking tired, mate. Uh, yeah, I know they, that feeling. They are... Um, Definitely gambling with pay-to-win elements uh, involved in it, like FIFA Ultimate Team. You get better um, players for doing that, and they're out of loot boxes, so therefore gambling to get a monetary value out of them because they are better, so you will win more games having the better team. Um, uh, oh, wait, but you can't actually... You cash them out for real world money. Actually, yes, yes you, you can. can. On third, on illegal third party websites, you can. Yes, you can. Exactly. That's they do th- have they they do have a monetary value. The UK Parliament, who uh, people who've done the, the the legislation and that that they're looking into to get it regulated better, um, 
yeah, they they fucking raised this. They're on it. Whoever did this fucking knows their shit, and they are so fucking gonna get it. Mm-hmm. Because they they have got they on lock. They know what they're doing. Yep. And I suppose, I, I suppose one of the few things our government's actually doing very well. Yes. Can we leave the EU for shit? No. Can we probably regulate loot boxes? Yes. Yes. To be fair, I I recommend that if they still have to nickel and dimers out of some things, uh, cosmetics that you see up front and pay for, or battle passes. Those things are very legitimate. You see the upfront cost of them. Uh, they're not pay to win. They are unlockable extras or uh, cosmetic items that don't do anything to make your character better or worse. Uh, those kind of things, I say, are allowed. I say Dauntless does it pretty well. Yeah. I mean, you can. I think what. I think they had like, some sort of. Um, the pack they got at the moment is, uh, I think, like £4.18, I think. You get a thousand in game um, currency, which you can put towards the Elite Hunt Pass, which is a thousand plat. Yeah. Uh, the Elite Pass opens up the second row of uh, rewards along the line, so you get a reward every level rather than every other. By the end of it, you'll get about 65% of your platinum back, so it's such a 50 platform what you spend. But you mm-hmm. get a load of cosmetics, um, in-game items you can use, like tonics, potions, etc. Emotes, um, arrival emotes, um, transmog skins, and all that. So they've got they've got it going they've got it going well, and you can see upfront what you're going to get when you're going to get it. Yeah. The whole entire store is practically cosmetics, transmogs, or you know, just little. Potion bundles, that's it. There's nothing like, oh, you can unlock like the end game hammer if you wanted to, whatever. Nothing like that. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing that pisses me off um, about these loot boxes is like, they advertise for. Alright, there might not be game breaking uh, weapons and stuff like that, but they're like, oh, this cosmetic no one else can get unless you do this, 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 and this and pay this. And it's like, holy fuck, really? Like the uh, the Apex Legends for the fucking axe. Oh, don't get me started on that. I might have to fucking run again. But um, like I was said, with stuff like that, that should be based around skill and not um, money. Those kind of things. The the Call of Duty Battle Pass, um, it's good, but the only thing I'm not very happy about is based on hours played. So you could do really well in a game, but the fucking bar barely moves. It's not based on XP. Mm. It's based on time played. Actual time in matches played. So I'm playing a lot of good round war, so it's moving along quite nicely. Um, the one that they said gets it the most is unfortunately the PlayStation 4 exclusive mode, the survival. Um, spec up survival, where you go wave after wave against onslaught and onslaught of enemies. And they say that if you can get into a decent game and get like an hour or two in there uh, without reset, the game will reward you for spending that much time actually in the game playing. <clears throat> so, um, yeah. But, no, loot boxes, I don't want to see them by 2021. I want to see battle passes, uh, cosmetic shops, things that you can see 
that you're getting and why you're getting them and what you want. Not a, here's a box, you might get the thing you want or you might get fuck all. Yeah, you've got a 10% chance of getting this, but you've got a 9% chance of getting shit you've already got. Yeah. I mean, I know that Apex and I think uh, Overwatch are very good at, if you get a skin that you've already got, it just gives you the currency instead. So then you can put that currency <coughs> towards buying an item you do want. So that's kind of cool, but once again, um, rather than making sure that you get a guaranteed item, new item every time, it just gives you the um, the currency instead. So I don't know. I'd rather have the guaranteed item, and then when the items run out, it just gives you currency. Because they're always going to release new shit, so... If you, like, 90% fill your inventory of all the skins and stuff they currently released aren't behind an event wall, uh, then, yeah, you should get them. Like, other currency instead. But, no, they, they can't make money off that. So... <sighs> but, yeah, loot boxes, they need to fucking go. They need to go fucking do one, to be fair. Yeah. I, I'm liking the current Overwatch Winter event. Um... I got two of the three skins that was on the Switch version. I've not got any on the on the Xbox or PC. Uh, but basically, you win nine matches, you get a skin. Is that just overall or is it consecutive? No, just overall. Uh, every no, three, you'll get the first two skin, uh, first two sprays that go with it, and then you get the skin on the on the thingy. So I've got. Uh, Christmas Soldier 76 wearing a really fucking ugly Christmas jumper. Uh, and then I've got Winter Mercy, which is her in like an ice blue, uh, version of her suit. So, yeah, they were cool. Um, I didn't have to pay money for them, I just had to play and get on a good team. Which is what I really think that game should start doing. You know, start playing to earn in-game rewards, like how well, it used to be back in the old days, you'd Say I do a mission stealthily or 100% find all secrets, or you get access to like a weapon skin, or yeah, yeah, or you get like access to a costume for your character. Well, I mean, I wish if they're going to keep loot boxes in, they need to stop the ability to buy them because you can buy them and do what they're doing that they've always earn done, it, and you get earn one it with ever. in-game earn it with in-game credits. Yeah, well, it's like um, for instance, at the moment because they've got like a battle pa uh, battle queue. You pick your role, so it's called like a roll queue, that's it, roll queue. It doesn't roll off the tongue, roll queue. Um, roll queue, yeah. But you can be, like, tanks, damage, or support. And whichever you want you queue for, sometimes they have like, little rewards if you queue for, like, uh, it's usually always support and tank because everyone goes damage. I don't, I never play damage because I can't be asked to wait 10 minutes for a game that might be over in 30 seconds. If you haven't got good damage, guys. So I always play support and tank. Um, so basically healers and uh, damage, uh, tanking damage and defending damage. So I can still put a lot of damage out, but I can also take a lot of damage and be a distraction. So kind of like an offensive support. Yeah. and the, But like with those, they'll have like a little like green tag across the top of theirs and they're like, uh, earn 25 credits or... Earn a loot box. Now that's the way to do it. To 
like incentivize players to play more of those roles to get more cosmetic items and stuff because you're in actively inviting people to play your game and also fill those queues where you're not getting those players in games. Everyone's playing fucking uh, assault classes and all the high damage classes, so they don't want to uh, queue for these. So if you get them to queue for those, you reward them for doing it. Because I'm getting all these rewards just because I that's the two classes I play. And then every level, I get a loot box as well. So that's the kind of shit you do. And then if you get... Um, Oh, like on the holiday periods as well, you get a holiday themed loot box for the like doing the queuing for the certain role. So that's uh, good as well. That's that's how you should give your cosmetics out if you're not wanting to uh, take money off people. Make them play the game because that's what they should be doing. Don't nickel and dime your audience. Looking at you, me, mm. and a f- and a few others, and a few others. <laughs> so, um, right, moving on to gaming properly now, because we have kind of put one foot in there. Let's take the other foot in. Yep. So, uh, due to a a French article's um, worst product or most fragile product of 2019, uh, it goes to the Nintendo Switch because of its Joy Cons. Uh, drift. That's the stick drift, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. That's the only reason it is. Basically, Nintendo make their consoles that you can drop them onto concrete from five foot high repeatedly, and they still work because they're designed mainly with young children in mind. Who will just get throw it down in the tantrum kind of thing. Yeah. And the only reason that they got like fucked over with this most fragile product uh, of the year award is because the Joy Cons, uh, when they got them, for some reason the quality of the 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 tracking material that's inside the analog stick uh flakes off and gets into the sensor and causes it to just like fuck up um and with like the switch light and stuff like that that could be a real problem if it happens so if it happens to prezzas i'm fucked i need to go and um like ring nintendo support and get it fixed but fingers crossed nothing yet um like with my joy cons i I barely use them because i have a, a switch uh, I have the Switch Pro controller, so I, I use that. But um, they need to do a revised version of the Joy Cons that don't have this problem, uh, <coughs> and it will easily get off that list. The most fragile product, easily, um, because it is a, a really robust console. Otherwise. It- but what it does for for being portable, it has to be robust. It can't be uh, shit. If you dropped it and fucked it in one drop, that's uh, that's not very portable, is it? No. I, mean, I can understand like Xboxes and uh, PS4s not surviving a drop like that because they're not meant to be moved when you've got them. No. Take them out, put them on the shelf, that's it, fucking leave them alone. And just dust them every six months. Yeah, the switch, it's like in, out, in, out, shake it all the fucking about you, the hokey cokey, you turn around. That's what it's all about. Indeed. Oh, okay, okay, no. <laughs> so, going from the most fragile product, should we go to the most broken product? Oh, right, well, um... 
Yes, yes if we you, shall. If you can call it a product at this well, point. Well, the, the thing that I've put down a couple of rows down, um, I kind of want to, because that's to do with this next one. Yeah. Cause that... I, did, I, did have, I did have a feeling that was going to be one of the first things that came when we've been spoken about. Mm. Well, <coughs> do we want to move me. that down towards the uh, that topic then instead, and we'll we'll skip it to the okay. Yeah, we'll come back to that one then. So uh, Stadia, Google's more pricey, products, yeah. Uh, yeah, more pricey, uh, not designed for everyone, based on internet uh, <coughs> and area online. We don't need PCs to play 4K 60 frames a second game service. Um, yeah, they're, they're selling old versions of the games that they've got, like pre patch versions of the games. Christ. Uh, so isn't that isn't that illegal? Um. Or it's more sketchy, I say. Oh, it's definitely sketchy. It's fucking I sketchy. I don't think it's particularly sketchy. It just means that they they've not. Made sure it's updated. They're they're selling you the base version of the game they had, so it's like getting a cartridge version of the game, basically, or a disc version of the game. Even though they try to sell Stadia's 4K, okay, yeah. And it's like, oh, I've got the disc base version of the game. We put it in, we upscale it to 4K, we send it out to you at 60 frames a second. Oh, what's 30, that? 32-bit or some shit. What's that? You can't play Borderlands 3 with any of the players because you've got the wrong version. Oh, um, oh, and we we don't we can't let you update it because it's on our servers, and we can't refund digital goods either. Oh dear, oh, you've, already, yeah. you've already pressed you've already pressed play on it. So so what do you do? You support send us a support ticket, and hopefully we'll get back to you and fix this problem. I I really hate, <laughs> I really hate them. I really hate Stadia. It's it's gonna <coughs> fail. It's gonna fail. They've done too much wrong at this point for it to be. Uh, redeemable. Kudos for Microsoft with xCloud actually going with it slowly. Because <coughs> they, they, they've seen what I'm happens hearing, when you rush. I'm hearing good things about xCloud. Yeah. It, this is like a games company that spent literally the last 20 odd years making games consoles and networking. Xbox has got one of the best online network things other than like peer-to-peer PC. Um... So of course they're gonna fucking know what they're doing. Stadia, okay, it's Google, it's it's YouTube and stuff like that. They have an idea of how to serve things to you, but I don't think they understand like network that well. Not in don't the way that the don't have a fucking ads though, do they? Oh yeah, no, they don't. But no, they don't. They don't know how to like serve you a video game, uh, take it into account. Like, oh, they actually have to interact with it and the networking and the nuances of. Uh, net code to do with all this stuff. Yeah, they can serve you a YouTube advert and they can do your uh, Google Cloud and stuff like that really fucking well. But this is slightly different and requires a slightly different approach. And I think they're still approaching it from like, oh, it's like YouTube but with video games. And yeah, it kind of it kind of doesn't work like that. And they do need to um, work on it a bit better, I think. They need to step, need to step back and relook at the um drawing board again. Yeah, they need to stop trying to like push and push and push all these new games and stuff on it. And they need to say, look, we we know we've we're not exactly releasing the best quality product right now. Uh, we're going to do a quality pass. 
It almost seems quite, almost seems quite reminiscent of how um, No Man's Sky originally launched. Yeah, except for I No Man's mean, Sky I mean, knew they needed to fix it. And to be, to be fair, given it what two, three years since it's three, four years now, No Man's uh, Sky came out came out the same time Elite did. I know it came out just uh, after Elite. So I that think was, it was like a year four, after. Three years ago, <coughs> how that game originally started off, all the stuff it promised wasn't there. You yeah, know, the, you can. You know, it's it's, it's, it's multiplayer, but you've got like a one in four, five quintillion chance of actually meeting someone because the. Yeah, it's like oh, we're on the same planet, but we can't see each other. We're in the same part on the generator. No, 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 we're like it's quite, it's quite well that way. Yeah, hence you got the um nickname No Man's Lie for quite a while. But looking at it now. Uh, yeah. It's come a long, it's come a long fucking way. It's a good game. It went from a game I was really hyped about to a game I don't care about because it it's not my kind of game. I I've got it's it. Like... I've played it since the updates and all that, and I just don't I just don't find it like my kind of game. It's like me with Anthem. I was so hyped for that. I wait until it, the reviews drop first before I commit and jump in. Uh, this uh... game actually was a. Same with Fallout 76. I was hyped for that. I held, I held off buddy buying in until I heard some reviews. And I was like, yeah, I'm glad I actually saved myself 60. They see, I, I saw Anthem and just looked at him and this does not look good. There's nothing about that game that looks good to me. And I was glad that I, I skepticized it so hardly because also skepticize is apparently a word now. Yeah. I was so skeptical a, about it. New, wo- uh, new year, new word. Yes. Um, and this is new world then. Holy fuck! <laughs> I think I caught myself. But we'll find out when we hear this. Yeah. But yeah, um, Stadia's it's not looking great. It's got one foot in the Google graveyard right now. I think if it if it doesn't make a significant uh, change improvement, yes, it's, yeah. it's gonna be the biggest waste of money. To be fair. Even Google Glass was like a very promising thing, but the I think the price bar fucked it. Just too expensive. Yeah. Um. So retro throwback. Um, yeah, this is this this is more of a thing I was gonna I was, I was suggesting for if we had more than just two of us. But basically, what this was going to be basically too many basically. Basically. <laughs> yeah. So. What this was going to be is um, to reminisce about an old retro game we actually loved playing when we was in our kiddie years, shall we say? Or the games that we played when we was really young that actually got us into the gaming. Uh, ooh, a game that I played to death um, when I was younger. Probably Time Crisis on the PlayStation with a light gun. I, I think the, f- <clears throat> the first game I think I ever played was either Sonic 2 or Bubsy. Uh, I played the original Sonic the Hedgehog as well, which is where my love of Sonic the Hedgehog came from. Uh, on my mate's Mega Drive, it was his Christmas gift. We all took turns. It was such a fucking good game. I remember playing Road Rush 3 as well. The- um, I, I went down the Nintendo route, not the Sega route, so then I played right. Star Wing, uh, otherwise known as Star Fox these days. Uh... Uh, F-Zero X too? Or was that... Uh, no, I, didn't like it, that. I didn't like F-Zero. And then I got a PlayStation. Wipeout 297. Great game. Yep. Um, That's what sparked my love for the franchise. Yep. 
Uh, I got Nintendo 64, so Smash Brothers, GoldenEye, Perfect Dark. Uh, they were my first-person shooters of that era that I loved. Um, the one thing that I know about GoldenEye is, if you ever played as Objob? Oh, that, yeah. If, 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 there was no Objob rule. No Objob rule, and you couldn't kill anyone while they didn't have a gun. Yeah, with, with, with Objob, it was just slappers only. You couldn't fucking slap him, because he was too fucking small. Yeah. And that, the, in, um, was it archive or library, you could hide in the fucking boxes? And barrels, yeah. <laughs> By just crouching down, and it's just like, you're a knob. And then they'd be like, you're screen cheating. It's like, you're hiding in a fucking box. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, yeah. like, those are all good, great, like, early games for me that I loved. And then the original Xbox came out, Halo Combat Evolved came out, and my love for Halo came from. That's why we're called the Spartans in Pajamas, is because of Halo. I loved playing Halo when I was younger. I managed to do, after a lot of um, screaming, yelling, and a fair bit of profanity, I did manage to finish the first Halo on Oh, a legendary fuck. No, I'm not, I didn't touch that with a 10-foot bar. <coughs> it took fucking ages. Halo <laughs> I was only, I was, I was only quite young at the time, but... I then managed to do the next couple on Legendary. I did um, ODST on Legendary. Yep. And I think I did Reach as well on Legendary. Um, well, I can tell just you... Many, many because I was just achievement hunting at the time, getting all the achievements, but yeah. holy fuck. Well, that's the Legendary you know ones are hard. I, I mm. want to do Halo 1 and 2 on Legendary, but I know I'm really fucking bad at the earlier Halo games because they fucking punish you for being out of placement and stuff like that. Uh, so fuck that, no. Um, Halo 3 I've done on Legendary Co-op, and I couldn't do Cortana for the love of fuck on Solo. Um, but I've done it on Legendary otherwise. Halo 4, I, I'm pretty sure I got like 90% through the Xbox 360 version of it on Legendary. Halo Reach, I've done Lone Wolf Legendary, which is a separate achievement to Legendary completion. It's do it by yourself. Fuck me, did I turn the air blue with Prasanities and wanting to murder someone at fucking Halo, at Bungie <laughs> at the time, for the fucking AI just being this near-invincible cheating cunt lord. Um, but, oh my god, it's, I have so much in the way of uh, like nostalgia. I was telling the, the two glass collectors at the work about this, about how my KD with a plasma grenade is higher than it's physically able to be because the plasma grenade doesn't actually appear on every map I play on. Plus you get multi-kills with it as well. Yeah, so like um, I'd stick on average, it's, I get 1.19 KD is my is my uh, plasma grenade thing. So every game I will get nearly two kills with a plasma grenade even if plasma grenades don't exist on that map. Because I've killed that many fucking people with plasma grenades on Halo 3. <laughs> so, uh, when I say I have a love for Halo 3, that's where the Spartans in Pyjamas come from. That's where when I stick people in any video game, I say Bow Chicka Bow Wow. Because that's where it came from. I stuck someone and went, Bow Chicka Bow Wow, motherfucker. <laughs> and they just stuck. <laughs> um, the guys as well, the original like OG Spartans in Pyjamas, like PK... Tazzy and Charles used to fucking hate when they heard that because they knew they were dead. Especially if they got into a fight with me. I'm like, I'm like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and then they'd be screaming at me, calling me all sorts of fucking shit because I killed them. It was great. 
That and all the shit talk you used to be able to have. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 was the best for shit talking. If you wanted to shit talk people, you just went in a lobby and just went, fuck you. And you didn't even have to talk to anyone beforehand, just go, fuck you. And someone would be like, hey, motherfucker, what are you fucking saying to me? I'll fucking rip you. And they just go on this like tirade and you're just like pissing yourself. <laughs> uh, I miss Modern Warfare 2 lobbies. I really one, do. One of my favourite things <coughs> that one of my mates used to send... He used to pick a random player on the opposite team in the lobby while we were waiting for the map voting and all that shit. So it was like a minute you were sat there. So people would be like, hey, I'm going to really wreck your ass or something like that. He'd pick a random guy who was quiet, who we knew had a microphone in, and just send them one word. I'm not the fucking sword over again. Uh, and he'd just send them the word cunt. <laughs> and then you just listen to them explode at him. <laughs> and it was so fucking funny. It was great, because he was like, yeah, 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 because he just wanted to argue with someone, and it was great, it was fucking great, and I love it. Uh, just trying to f- trying to think, um, I've always had a, well, I've always had a love for the RPG-esque kind of games and sci-fi and space games, yeah, I've always had games. a sp- space, I've always had a spot for that. We, we met through Elite, didn't we? Um, I think so, yeah. It was either Elite or Battlefield 4. Definitely wasn't Battlefield 4, because I don't have it. I think it was Elite one time with Tempest, I think, doesn't apply one time. Yeah. I just started becoming part of your streams now and then. And now I can't get rid of you. (laughs) Thanks. I love you you too, don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, If you want to go back to PlayStation 1 time, it's still a bit of a throwback. Um, Do you remember Croc? Yeah, Croc Legend of the Gobos. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to really hash his name up now. Um, uh, Cloana, the daughter of Phantom Mark. Oh, yeah, Some sort Cl- of um, black and Cloanoa. Yeah. The um, black and white cat, cat with the with flappy the flappy ears. ears. Yeah. Yeah. I love how we both extre- <laughs> described it exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, I feel I actually still had the very first um, PlayStation One demo. Oh, yeah, that had some cool things on it. It had one about 2097 on it, I know that. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Had, had the very first PGA Tour Golf. Oh, fuck, yeah, it did. It had some sort of um, sprite test thing where you could walk a T-Rex around on a black screen. Uh, I don't remember that one. I might have, I had, demo, I might have, I might have had Demo 1, not Demo. Or an updated version yeah. of Demo 1, because I got my PlayStation in 96. Mm. And it came out in 94, so... I think I've got my um, PlayStation 96 as well, but I'm pretty sure the demo one I have has, the, has a walking T-Rex around. Do you remember I don't have my original PlayStation anymore? Because I'd, I'd, I'd fire that bitch up and have a look. I think I still have mine, but I don't think it works very well. I mean, it doesn't read discs very well because I can't read some of my... You know, you know, I almost bought an N64 today. I still have my N64 in the, my dad's attic. It's, it's literally just sat there in CEX... And I'm like, if I've got enough money, I'm buying it. I was a quid short from getting that in GoldenEye, and I'm like, mm, nope. I could have put like the rest of it on my card, and I was just like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I want it, but I'm not doing it, because it's just... It's a, it's a wonderful waste of money, but it'll look like arse, and it'll run like arse, and I will be so disappointed, because it looks like and runs like arse. 
just to find out other old games. Uh... Wow. Old school Command and Conquer as well. That fueled my love for strategy games. TS. Um, yeah, I mean, I played the, was it Red Alert 2 was one of my favourites. Yeah, I didn't think much of the modern ones, though. They seemed a bit more restrictive of how many troops you could have out on the field at one, which was kind of, kind of really defeat the purpose, really. <laughs> yeah, but, um, I think that was because they were trying to streamline the, the how it worked. Because what I used to, what I used to do when I used to play is the GDI back on the old OG PlayStation, I used mm -hmm. to just... Make get a load. Of, I just I how don't you? I used to use the money chip now. Then when I was just dicking around, just give myself like nine nine hundred thousand credits or some shit, and just build like a fucking massive platoon of mammoth tanks, <laughs> and just converge on the enemy's base with my frame rate dropping like. One. I'm going to say, what's your frame rate tank as you tank across the the map? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, go tanks right down to one frame per second. Oh yeah. Uh... All that will just repeatedly just dropping nukes all over the screen. Mm. I, there was one. There was one mission I remember. We have to kill all these um, profit or nod stealth tanks. I uh, see you're God, more of the original Command and Conquer. I was more Red Alert. I thought Red Alert was better series. There's one of these missions on the old Command and Conquer. We had to kill these um, stealth tanks, which will only show themselves if you got close to them, or if they if the AI decides to go out, pop you one, and just, just disappear again. It got to the point I was going up and down this level continuously trying to find this fucking stealth tank, and I was like, <laughs> "You know what? I have Fuck fucking it. cheat. I I have cheat codes here. Go from left to right, nuke, 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 nuke. Just like nuke in the screen. Battleships. <laughs> yeah, pretty much just nuke the whole entire screen, and it was like, look, finally popped it. Your mission accomplished. It's like, fuck you." Tell you what, the one that used to fuck me off the most, you and it was same for like uh, Star Trek Armada too. It was like it was like Command and Conquer, but Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, set in the Next Generation universe, so you had all the really cool ships, like the Sovereign class from the later Next Generation films. Mm -hmm. uh, and I used to love playing that. I used to hate it when you thought you'd wiped out everyone, and one like little construction ship or a like a, a fucking dilithium mining ship decided to fuck off somewhere on the map and you had to literally send your 80 fleet armada on a search and destroy mission to go all the way around the map of this system you're in flying around just looking for this one fucking ship and it's like I spent an hour looking for this ship where the fuck is it and then you find it and it's like it's rebuilt another fucking fortress over here. Fuck! And then you like you, you go again for another hour because the the, the game's gone. Oh, I managed to sneak off with enough to make another base. And that base makes a small amount of like dilithium and uh, shit you need and metal to make <coughs> some more stuff. And then it's like they do that in a dilithium refinery, and then it's like they're fucking going again. He's like, <coughs> I fucking wiped you off the map almost. <laughs> one ore refiner and one fucking um. Building ship fucked me over, and it's just, it was such fun to do. But I love that kind of shit. I love those kind of games when you can get away with shit like that. Yeah, it's also a lot of those games where the AI cheats and is like, "You motherfucker!" Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, so that was our little retro throwback of games that and we enjoyed. Let's, well, let's uh, fast forward back to now. So oh, uh, have, right. a, have a have a have a little reminisce of last year's biggest blunder. So yeah, 2019's biggest blunders. Now, um, I want to award this to one singular company, and it's not the company you're thinking of. Everyone would think that I'm going to shit all over EA for 2019. And while they did pretty shitty things, they haven't been doing shitty things cons- consistently. No, they especially, especially, consistently. especially within the last two months. Yeah, I have to That's award months, it sorry. to those wonderful, stupid motherfuckers over at Bethesda. Bethesda Softworks. Fallout 76 came out in 2018, by the way. And this year, their support for the game has been horrific. They've had people that have been accidentally immortal. They've had shitty merchandise to go with their collector's editions. They've had merchandise <coughs> for their game that involved potentially life-threatening mold. They've really not done a very good job this year, uh, last year. They've had, they've had um, in-game content that um, <laughs> didn't work. They they've had in-game subs- content that would um, swallow your items. They have they've a subscription service. For a game that isn't fucking great. Yeah, it broke. They have currently, as well, um, a hacker that has long... It it could be plural. Plural, or hackers, uh, that could see you. If they could see you, if you rendered in on their game, they could pickpocket from you at any distance, as long as you were line of sight. And it, so the hack, the hack treats you like you're some sort of container. You can just hit loot or and boom, all your shit's gone. Yeah, you could. They could literally take the clothes off your back, pretty much, and leave you in your boxes. Yeah, or your lingerie. So not only uh, are you fighting and losing your armor value as you reload, but some dickhead's nicking your gear as well. So it's just like, how are you meant to like say you're a good games company? When you've done the last year of doing nothing but fucking up, Jim Sterling has a special little dance number for them. That's how <clears> bad it is. And when Jim Sterling's fucking doing that, you know, you know, in the heart of hearts, you fucked it up. Well, apparently they have fixed the exploit where hackers are nicking shit off your back. Well, but so you know what they, they say. do? Well, you know what they say when they fix exploits and they fix things, they break about more. Multi- that was best when they when they fixed some things and broke some things that they fixed previously. It's like, oh, I am duping's back because they fucked it up when they fixed this thing. We fixed duping, and now you're when you did your gun, you are. Yeah, I. It's just, oh, it's just Bethesda. Come on, pull your finger out. So yeah, the the biggest you're the Bethesda's the main Bethesda's the main reason why I got into the. Uh, Elder Scrolls series. I played Elder Scrolls 3. I love that game. Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion. I love that game. Skyrim, despite its bugs, I thoroughly enjoyed that game. You know Fallout that... 3, loved that as well. Fallout 4. If you can avoid some of the bugs, yes, it was also a good game. But but don't forget, reputa- though, you're still using the same engine from Oblivion <laughs> at this point. I know, that's the problem. <laughs> And hey, guess it's... what? <laughs> Fallout 76, fucking Oblivion engine. Mm-hmm. Hang on. There it is. <laughs> there it is. 
So, yeah, so of course they're getting shit broken, and of course things are fucking getting stolen and that. People have had close to 20 years to learn the engine, to learn the back doors and exploits to get into stuff. They've already, like, found NPC files and stuff from the latest DLC that's not even out yet. Uh, they've been adding stuff to the games that they shouldn't be out yet. The people are nicking stuff, are being immortal, aimbotting. They're doing all these things because they understand the code better than Bethesda seem to know it at this point. It's, it's not so much that. It's because how the engine's built. It wasn't designed for an online MMO. It wasn't it's basically for an online shooter. Well, exactly. If I, what I'm saying is, I remember seeing comments people saying that the, how the engine runs is only designed for a single-player narrative, not for a client speaking to a server. Because yeah. it's basically, you can update your client, then you send that data from the client to the server, and the server goes, oh, okay, he's just picked up the BFG or the, um, the fat man with 900 damage. Oh, he's just, he just looted this crate with a weapon that's got like 1,700 um, damage for a pistol, and it's got like five legendary stats. Okay, cool. Okay, I'll we'll tell the server that he's got it. Cool. Yeah. Because it's, um, like I said, it's the client that, sells that sends the data to the um, server, not the... Server changes. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not the. It's not. You're not connecting to the server, which is actually updating the list as you play. It's all client side, not server side. Yeah, it's just you're sending. You're sending. You're sending data to the server from your client. That's the, where most of the problems are as server well. Server to the client. You join your game updates to the server side version, and then whatever your client does, then updates that. Sends it. That uh, updates the server. Yeah. Yeah, but the problem is the hackers are getting around that and making it so it's like. Oh yeah, no, I've got all the gear. And it's like, oh, you've got all the gear, okay. And it doesn't think anything's wrong with that. Whereas if it was server to client, they wouldn't be able to do that as easily. They'd have to backdoor shit and do stuff, and it would flag. But because they're not exactly. flagging, you're flagging something. Yeah, and that, that's where, like, I think we have to give Bethesda the biggest blunder of 2019, which was trying to release an MMO on a. Uh, Magic and Swords medieval engine, game engine, that couldn't really handle guns and shit when it had Fallout 3, or Fallout 4, or Fallout New Vegas, really. Um, well, Fallout Vegas was done by a different studio. Same engine, though. Same engine, but it was done by a different studio. I did a better fucking job of it. Yeah, well, the, the Outer Wilds, for instance, that that is proof that when they have a good engine and a good narrative, they, they know how to make it work. Yep. Obsidian um, probably is um, arguably done the best Fallout because New Vegas was was an absolutely pleasure to play. Mm. I mean, yeah, it still had problems, but it wasn't as fucked up as. No, it's more. It was more ironed out. Yeah, sure, it had its bugs, but you know, as just more of stuff with NPCs not pathing properly, and then but you can fix that by just quick saving, loading, quitting the game, and loading in again. But yeah, I, I think the Swans in Pajamas podcast award for the biggest blunder of 2019, Bethesda. We don't want to have to preview hit 2020. We want to give it EA for some shit that they've done. Or THQ. But, um, so that's new year, new shit. So yeah. we'll see what happens. So, but it's... We, we've reset the counter. The, the fact that I love the fact that Jim Stern's like, oh, look, I've used this meme about me dancing and calling Bethesda shit. So, so many gonna, times uh, now. It, I'm gonna speed it up. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's become so much of a, a like reoccurring joke that it might be old now. So I've, I'm gonna speed it up, get through it all. 
Uh, and I hope to not have to use it again, but I feel like I'm going to. He didn't, thankfully. He didn't have to use it. This was three days before New Year as well. He was hoping he didn't have to use it again before New Year. Uh, he fucking... Yeah, great. Great stuff. Um, so, we're going we're gonna to leave the biggest blunders behind. We'll see what 2020 has. See if Bethesda can defend their throne, or if a new challenger steps in to blunder their way through the year. Um, so, right. Next one we've got up here. CD Projekt Red. Uh, go on then. They yep. set up their feud with The Witcher author, which was, uh, fuck, uh, Andrzej Sapowski, I think his name. They oh. came to an arrangement to benefit both parties. Now, um, we may mention. Oh, yeah, actually, it's not. It's not May off. We did mention. Um, Sorry. Six months ago, I think it was. Uh, I was going to call him Alexei Sapopadov, and it was like, I wasn't that far off. Well, <laughs> <But> yeah, <laughs> that's why I thought it was funny. I'm like my, the one I had again, like back, like the back stab in the dark of. It, Just it, don't ask me to spell the names because I ain't got a fucking clue. Oh no, it's Andy. <laughs> but basically, I know, um, I know it ends. I know it ends in a J somewhere, and there's oh, a fuck that then. W and a K. Somewhere. Fuck that then. But yeah, but basically, the the feud that they had uh, was to do with he sold his rights to the the the, the game uh, to the IP for the game. So his book rights uh, was his, but any rights to do with the game, which was based on his intellectual property, was solely CD Projekt Red. And they bought it off him for like $1,000, went to go and sell billions of dollars worth of like Witcher products and stuff uh, with their um, things. He got a bit pissed off about that. Because he didn't take the fucking royalties, did he? Because he had no faith in gaming. He didn't see it to be a success. Yeah. So uh, that was where it stood, but I don't know what went off. So this is where Dolph's going to fill me in. Yeah, basically, there's some sort of. Um, I might have to pick up my f- uh, photos for this. So I did take a screenshot of it. Uh, there is some sort of um, Polish law that basically states that um, that allows a author extra compensation when the original sum was too low based on. Uh, Air quote benefits obtained in association with the use of that author's work. The, the Basically, problem... that essentially that essentially means that since the Witcher series took off, uh, Sapowski's lawyers contended he deserved a bigger cut, and he would in there to go to great lengths to ensure an amicable resolution, but suggested that sixteen million dollars at the time was simply too much. Now, I don't actually have the actual amount that was actually given because it's all being kept. Discreet and under the table because I don't want to get it too public. But from what I've been reading, they have come to sort of an agreement, and he is going to start getting some sort of compensation of their uh, some sort of compensation past profits. But he's not going to get the amount he's asking. He's going to get a reduced amount because he didn't because he even agreed to the terms of a lump sum rather than. But even then, I think both parties didn't actually realise how successful the Witcher series would actually be. Yeah, well, to be fair, this whole Polish, like, oh, well, you should be able to do that, but CD Projekt Red have a very real cause of, like, saying, well, no, actually, we told him and we offered him the the trickle feed for royalties, and he had no faith in the project, so him coming back soon, years later, is down to his hubris. He should have, like, if he was that really, really bothered about it, it should have took the trickle feed and see what happened. Because mm. 
at the end of the day, even if you trickle feed, if it didn't do as well as it's doing, you're still going to get some sort of income per copy sold. Yeah. Even right. if it's say, even if it's like twenty twenty dollars per hundred, rather than ninety dollars per hundred. Yeah, I mean, I think because I think it was he took like a, a thousand equivalent of a thousand dollar check for the rights to it because he really didn't think the game was going to do anything. I think the first game alone would have made him a couple of hundred thousand just in royalties if he was getting it at like ten dollars a game. Something like that. So, him going back to court and that, yeah, all right. The, the I think the law's a bit shitty for that. It shouldn't. They shouldn't really have the the thing on that. And CD Project Red could have easily have fought this off if they'd been in any other country. Uh, but the fact that they've agreed to give him money and that, okay, that appeases them. But um, I, I do think the law is a little bit fucked on that one. It. I feel like that. Um, if I was to sell my phone to a shop and they sell it for more, I can't go, well, hang on, I want more because you sold it for more. The price yeah. I agreed on is the price I agreed on. They're not going to fucking give me more money for it in hindsight. doesn't work like that. No. Um, but, yeah, eventually we'll find out the, the, the money he's making off of it. I know with the Netflix show apparently going gangbusters as well, I think he actually agreed this time round to take a like a proper share rather than uh an upfront one time payment. Yeah, because like the, <coughs> the the game boosted his book sales and the fact that the game's done so well. Uh has... I will be honest I will be honest though, I didn't realise the Witcher was based on his books until I started hearing about it. I was like, yeah. Oh, it's actually based on some guy's book. I actually didn't realise it. Oh the Lexi yeah. Soda Popokov. Yeah, I'm never gonna get his name right. Don't so fucking try and correct me. <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah, I'm a bit, I'm a bit annoyed by the law of that one. But okay, he's finally getting the money he should have taken in the first place. Uh, it is what it is. But it you know, ev- is. everyone's everyone's happy. CDPR carry on; they get good publicity of it. Yep. Can I tell you who isn't happy right now? Those wonderful, crazy bastards who bought WWE 2K20. Because 90% of the games just don't work. There are certain things do work. Apparently the Xbox One version is almost entirely broken. You can't launch anything. The game crashes. Same with PlayStation. And it's to do with the fact that we've hit the new year. We hit 2020 and the game stops fucking working. Really? Yeah, is it, to... the, is it something with the internal clock or some shit? It's 2020. Fuck, I don't know how to work. It, apparently, it's something to do with like because we've hit a new decade. The 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 game doesn't know how to handle it, which is ironic considering the game's set on WWE 2020. So it's the 2020 season of WWE, and it doesn't fucking work. I love it. I love that kind of um, irony. It seems someone didn't code the um the clock right or the date thing right on the disc or the they're using what it's it's the same thing as fucking bethesda though they're using a really old engine at this point so maybe the coding just doesn't support past 2019 on the dating thing without like a hefty patch and um yeah so while the game was slowly getting better apparently wwe 2019 the one that was a slideshow on, on switch is apparently now the better game 100% better game. 
than what it was. They've worked on that one and made it work better. But 2020 is still this just hot shit train wreck. And, um, yeah, they, they've really fucked it, I think. And it's funny. It's funny because it's 2020. It's literally the first day of 2020. We're recording this on New Year's Day. And the Happy people, New Year, by the way. Happy New Year, yeah. <laughs> it just took us nearly an hour and a half to get to that. Uh, in fact, an hour and a half, exactly, to get to that. And, um, yeah, so people who have got the game and probably didn't get a chance to play it through Christmas and that, through work and all that, loaded the game up today and it just doesn't fucking work. Oh, you get the slow clap, THQ. The slow clap. I don't think that's even deserving of that, to be fair. Uh, <laughs> but that's great. <coughs> but the, do you know, um, do you know Still on WE, are No, I was going to say, well, do you know how we should end this? We should end this on a high. So, um, House House. I was going to throw into, do you know what is well deserved? Yeah. Well, House House, the guys who made Untitled Goose Games, uh, deservedly need to pat themselves on the back because they sold one million copies of Untitled Goose Game. The game where you are a very bad goose. I'd say arsehole goose. Same kind of thing. Or, or, or no, um, it, the tagline is "You are a horrible goose." That was it. Uh, and it's such a charming game; it deserves it. And when did it, when did it release? Do we know? Was it? Um, I know it was um, two thousand nineteen. Was that? Oh god, September, uh, October. I want to say October. Let me look. Untitled goose game uh, release date. Because I got it pretty much day in day almost twentieth of September. So September time. So it's November, December. So three months. It sold a million copies. That's actually quite impressive for an indie developer. Yeah, I think this very is very impressive. One of their first games as well. I don't know if they've made any other games. Can uh, you remember who um, did um, Goat Simulator? That because that because that sold pretty was, well as well. Yeah, Goat Simulator, but that was just twatty though. That was just mental. It was like, oh, the bugs are deliberate, by the way. That's what they said as well. It's like, the game is going to break, but it won't die. Mm. So you will go through the floor, you will... Uh, you'll get caught You'll get caught on... Um, on geometry and stuff. And you'll get back in um, ragdolled across the map. Yep, but it's meant to do that. And it's just like, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Goose Game is, is more of a... Um, it's more polished. It's a lot more polished than Goat Simulator was because Goat Simulator was meant to be mental. But uh, Goose Simulator is more like how can I fuck with this like town full of people? And how can I get this if, list done? Because it is a puzzle. Yeah, yeah, apart from headbutting people into oncoming cars and traps. Or just hanging ten from a power glide with your tongue. Yep, I think the funniest thing about Goat Simulator was headbutting some guy, like power headbutting him into a fucking gas station. It explodes, and underneath the <laughs> score just says Michael Bay. <laughs> I'm, I remember doing that. Oh, that is great. Well, there's a guy when you, if you got one of the cranes, you sit on the edge, you just kind of go boop and knock him off. Yep. Just hit him off. Uh-oh. Good games, good games, good games. Uh, thank you to House House for bringing that game out. And it's oh, a good game for if you know if you're bored for like 20, 30 minutes just to go. Yeah, it's, it's not a long game. It's like a couple of hours, I think. Goose game, and um, for like fifteen pounds, twenty pounds at the most, it you get you and you get your money out of it. I haven't completed it, but I feel like I've got my money out of it. So if I don't ever play it again, 
I've not wasted money because I enjoyed it. But once you've done the um, gone through the town the first time, done the final uh, mission that you need to do, and take out, take that back, the, the item you get. I'm just trying to avoid spoilers here. Yeah. You take the item back to your den. The game will restart, and you'll get a whole new wealth on different challenges. You know, there's Some also substantially a secret harder. list as well. I've noticed like, um, there's a secret list that you don't know about, but you f- you can do them by accident. Mm. Unless you have like a guide telling you what the secret list is. Because I think I'm at the pub at the moment, and I'm trying to fucking word those out, and some of those are a real bastard, because you have to be stealthy as well. And as I've often said, stealth is my enemy. Um, And it's so it's so hard. To try and keep like stealthy when you want to just run around and honk all the time. <laughs> There's a guy who um, fixed an auto fire controller to his PC just so he could like weaponize the honk and then chase the kid around who who you uh, nick his spectacles out of and like lock him in a phone booth. Then dump his spectacles down the well. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know I could do that. Fuck, I should do that. It's um, it's a bit hard. It's a bit, it's a bit janky, but from what I've seen people on YouTube do, it takes a bit of takes a little bit of wiggling, but you can get it. Because uh, I, I you, you can actually dump quite a few things down the well, actually. Yeah, well, I found out like a, a a secret one, which was to dump the the guy's flat cap in the water where the the kid is. You you surprise the farmer so you can take his hat, and you take it and throw it in the uh, in in the water. Um, and it was just, yeah. It's like, oh, secret list. I think it's on Xbox now, especially yeah, on Game Pass. Yeah, it's on Xbox. It's definitely, you can buy it, but you can also get it on Game Pass. So if you've got Game Pass, I recommend it. Uh, it doesn't count towards the sales, but hell, if you enjoy it and you want to play it as like a family thing, uh, if you play it on Game Pass, you'll enjoy it. I think they get a percentage uh, for this for the play. I think it's about 30%. Yeah, so you're still helping out House House as well. Um, yeah, and that was great. We can't recommend that game enough. And that's what we want to do. We want to recommend more games and not shit on them. Yeah. Um, <coughs> it's, a, it's a dopey game, but it's, it's fun. Yeah. It's exactly what you think it is. You play as a goose, doing shitty things to people. Being an annoying little goose. Yeah, and just just doing what was great. Um, I think we should wrap this up because we're at nearly an hour and forty. That's quite tame to what it usually is. Yeah, I mean, but for the first one of twenty twenty, we don't want to. We don't want to go overboard, no. Yeah. Not like um the free hour one we did the other week. Uh, yeah. That was that was um a grind. Yeah. So uh, I'd like to thank you all, guys, girls, um, non-binary uniformed people uh <laughs> who are listening to the show today um for joining us if you are listening to it on new year's day and i got this out quick enough i hope your hangover is going well um we will be back in a couple of weeks uh we'll try and get the be, roster back up to three or four again and um yeah I've been lost G985. You can catch me wherever you find that username. And uh, at Dolphin Rapture. You can find me on Twitter. Yep. Yeah, like we'll leave you a message. Just um, at Dolphin Rapture. 
podcast question, then leave me a question. Yep. Please keep it um, clean, non-racial, and non-political or religious, please. Yes. Uh, we will ignore those ones, but if you have something legitimate and it's also fucking funny, we will talk to talk about it. Um, if you have the Anchor app, you can leave us messages as well uh, on the Anchor app if you're listening through there. Hi to you guys, by the way. I'm sure there's a couple of you that do this. Um, so please do. Um, we did a lovely little ad read at the beginning about Anchor because end of the day, they're the reason we do this app and uh, do this podcast and get it out there every time we do it. And um, yeah, th- thank you for listening to us. Welcome to 2020. Um, let's hope Bethesda are not shitholes this year. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, no, so uh, yeah, thank you for listening and we'll catch you all soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.